For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. Food and Drug Administration advisors are debating whether there's enough proof that a booster dose of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective. It's the first public step toward deciding which Americans may get an extra dose and when. Top FDA official Peter Marks said officials know there may be differing opinions as to the interpretation of the data regarding the potential need for a booster. And we strongly encourage all the different viewpoints to be voiced and discussed regarding the data, which is complex and evolving. We're committed to focusing on the science and will drive our decision making and will carefully consider those data in the context of the clear and obvious public health need to continue slowing the spread of COVID-19, which at this time is leading to the deaths of close to 2,000 Americans each day. Most of them unvaccinated. Marx added that the role of the advisory committee is to focus on the science related to Pfizer's application to administer third doses and not to discuss operational issues or global vaccine equity. The World Health Organization has argued against booster doses for the upper income nations, which have monopolized the lion's share of vaccines. Most people in many poor nations have yet to receive a single dose. A federal judge has ruled the Biden administration must stop using a Trump-era public health order to quickly expel migrants with children who are apprehended along the U.S.-Mexico border. U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan issued an order giving the government two weeks to halt a practice that opponents say illegally deprives people of their right to seek asylum. The public health order known as Title 42 was adopted under the Trump administration early in the pandemic. The Biden administration stopped expelling children but continues to remove adults traveling by themselves and some families. The organization Human Rights First, which has documented cases of kidnapping and sexual assault among families and individuals sent to Mexico under the policy, urged the administration to stop the use of Title 42 before the injunction takes effect in two weeks. Congressional Democrats are calling top executives at ExxonMobil and other oil giants to testify at a House hearing as lawmakers investigate what they say is a long-running industry-wide campaign to spread disinformation about the role of fossil fuels in causing global warming. Nadia Ramlagan reports. Congressional Democrats on Thursday asked the heads of four major oil companies and two lobbying groups to testify on whether the industry led an effort to mislead the public and prevent action to fight climate change. Earlier this year, oil lobbyist Keith McCoy admitted some of the industry's tactics. Did we aggressively fight against some of the science? Uh, yes. The lawmakers cited a study in the peer-reviewed journal Climatic Change that said 91 think tanks and advocacy organizations that downplayed global warming were funded by ExxonMobil and industry groups. I'm Nadia Ramlagan for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Security fencing is back up around the U.S. Capitol ahead of tomorrow's planned Justice for J6 rally. Organizers are calling for freedom for those arrested in the violent January 6th insurrection. Former President Trump has weighed in with a statement of support saying that, quote, our hearts and minds are with the people being persecuted so unfairly related to the January 6th protest concerning the rigged presidential election. Trump added, quote, in addition to everything else, it has 
proven conclusively that we are a two-tiered system of justice. and the end, however, justice will prevail, Trump said. More than 600 people are facing federal charges in the insurrection that injured dozens of officers and sent lawmakers and Vice President Pence fleeing for safety. The more serious felony charges include assault, obstruction of an official proceeding, and conspiracy. One of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach former President Trump for his role in inciting the January insurrection at the Capitol announced last night he will not seek re-election next year. In a statement, Anthony Gonzalez cited his two young children for his decision and noted the chaotic political environment that currently infects our country. The 36-year-old former NFL player would have faced a primary fight from Max Miller, a former Trump White House aide that Trump is supporting. Ohio's Republican Party formally censured Gonzalez in May for his impeachment vote. In an interview with The New York Times, Gonzalez called Trump a cancer for the country who represents a threat to democracy. Gonzalez said he plans to spend his time now working to prevent Trump from being elected to the White House again. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.